Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mother Days podcast. I am your host, Sarah Wright Olson. And I'm Teresa Palmer. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Oh my God. I didn't even know we had started recording. I was like on a different screen doing my internet speed <laughs> test. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, hello, hello is happening. Oh my God, we're starting. Um, but anyway, it says that I have good internet, Sarah, just so you know. Fabulous. <laughs> it should be smooth sailing. Smooth I mean, sailing. I'm at Frankie and Zach's house again. Um, my sister wife, I always call her my sister wife. I also call her my baby mama. People I know like, you Wait, do. What? I actually what? really like that what? one. Your I was baby like, mama. She is my baby mama because <laughs> Isaac's my baby and she's the mama. She's the mama. Isaac. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco. Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Well, I'm dressed up partially like hey, hey right now because <laughs> um, the day that we're recording this is actually Halloween, but it is. Um, it is. And um, once you guys are listening to this, it's going to be like in November and you're going to be like, what? <laughs> I know. But um, we wanted to, to to jump in today, and I just came from Halloween Circle at my daughter's school, so I'm like a half hey hey costume at I the moment. I thought you were going for something, like, really chic, high fashion, really oh going gosh, for something. No. I was like, what is this designer? It must no, be a no. new sort of interpretive art vibe. It's, just like, it's a half bird costume, basically. Okay, that's what She's Tafiti and Eric's Pua, and I am hey Did you say Pua? So. Pua the pig, Pua oh. from Moana. Oh, okay. I was like, Pua. Uh, Pua. He's a uh, Pua. Uh, Pua. <laughs> no, Pua. Oh, Pua. Um, oh my god. Oh my cute. gosh. Okay, you guys. It's a solo episode, Woo-hoo. and we are um, pretty pumped today because Tez just landed back from her RV trip. What? Yeah. What, what? And uh, lots, lots happened. Lots so happened. Much happened. I came okay. back as a witch. <laughs> which I'm so witch. excited to talk a little bit about. <laughs> we actually didn't get to do any of our spooky season stuff this year. because We just had so much on the slate. I know. Dang. So, um, you know what? We're just going to give you a little bit of that today. Okay. Yeah. Oh a my little, God. little a droplet. A little um, spooky season. So, Tez, tell it. So, last last time I saw you, we were like hanging. Yes. Before you were leaving for the RV trip. So, yeah. you left for the RV trip. Tell us how yes. did it go? What was how, that like? How did it go? Um, oh, my God. Okay. So, I am an RV lifer. Like, 
always 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 the rest you of my life it. we are rv fams like it it's so funny because it had like many shades to the journey like the first two days i was like oh shit <laughs> but then it just went so next level but i have to rewind and talk to you about the day of so because of my crazy nomadic lifestyle we the whole plan was that we had the Swedes coming in. We call them the Swedes. They're um, renting our house at the moment. Whoop whoop! Shout out to you guys if you listen to the podcast. Probably don't, but anyway, they're living in our house at the moment for three months. Um, we had sort of coincided it with us returning back to Australia. As per usual, something changed and I wasn't needed in Australia until after Halloween, which is very exciting because my kids love an American Halloween. Got to say, like coming from Australia and having half American children, it's really lackluster on Halloween in Australia. Like last year we were in Byron Bay <laughs> and we were trying so hard to find all the houses that were participating. And there was like some every now and then which would have a pumpkin out the front. And it was just like not the same for these guys so <laughs> so this year we were like right we're having Halloween in LA this is what we're doing but we're actually going to be out of a house so what are we going to do oh I know we'll get our RV so that's what we did we booked an RV very last minute um, and I knew that packing up my house was not just packing for the RV trip but it was also packing for Australia and we're about to we're leaving tomorrow night by the time this comes out we're already be in Australia <laughs> but we're <laughs> I need sad heart over here just I know. I had the great, this was like the greatest it's the best the best we had such beautiful connected oh, friendship time this it trip. has been it so good this has been my favorite time Aww. in america since almost since i came to america it because wow. i've been coming back and like catching up with friends but there was such a mass exodus of a lot of my friends during covid and you know, and for various reasons, people starting families and moving back to Australia. And I would like come back, you know, every year and be like, oh, like where have my friends gone? And then this something has just opened up. And this last trip I have not only up leveled with Sarah, like we've gotten even closer, um, just like all these other people in our orbit around who I'm so inspired by. So anyway, I'm coming off the back of this incredible experience in America. And we know that we've got two weeks on the road in this RV. So I'm packing up the house and it's packing up suitcases for Australia that we're leaving at Frankie and Zach's house. And then also all the stuff for the RV, which by the way, now I know you don't really need that much, especially if you have a washer dryer in the RV. I packed like I was going away for about seven years. So there was way too many toys, way too many books. I brought school books and Sudoku things and like the whole, the full year of grade one worksheets and like all the stuff that, of course, my kids didn't use any of it. But what we did use was the board games. We went so ham on board games. It was so fun. That's amazing. But the actual packing up of the house what took forever and the Swedes were arriving that day at 5 p.m. and we were supposed to get in the RV about 10 a.m. Anyway, surely, of course, didn't work. I We were out the front of the house with bags and bags and piles of toys and board games and and Mark was like, this just seems insane. Like this seems like an insane amount of stuff and I just really wanted to be prepared. So I was like, whatever, it'll be fine. There's heaps of storage in there. Like we'll figure out a system. It's going to be great. Anyway, 
So one of the things I did that day is I went to Walmart Supercenter, which by the way, never been before. And are you shitting me? I cannot believe that is as big as it is. Like I, I walked in, I was like, what? <laughs> what? Every single thing possible that you could ever get. It's like all of Amazon under like one roof. It was <laughs> Oh my God. I love that you've never been, never been to Walmart Supercenter. I no, mean, we have is, nothing like that in Australia. It's kind of the joke that I have about, um, it's so hard in a big city like LA, definitely New York, but like in LA where you're like, I got to go to like the Marshalls and the fabric store and the art store. And there's like, everything is so spread out because it like yeah. the super center, everything is there. And so I grew up with that. So I'm everything. like, you have to go to so many stores to get all this stuff get the done one thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I got so excited. I ended up there about 12 PM. I did not leave until three. And Mark's like, we need to get on the road. And I was like, but wait, I found this other thing. And oh my God, there's a whole section just for RVs and camping, like an entire road dedicated to RVs. So I bought all these like little things. Anyway, having a great time. I ended up finding walkie talkies, which I knew the kids would love so much. So I brought them back. And where <laughs> the problem is, is that the Swedes are coming at 5 p.m. And we, me, my husband, my mom, and all of our kids are at the house, but the house has been cleaned, ready for them to go in. So yes. I was like, no one can touch anything. No like, let's, can go just, let's just like be <laughs> out the front. But of course, like the kids were going in, they were using toilets. I was having to fold the little toilet paper into the triangles after they used it because I wanted it to be like so pristine when the Swedes got there. Anyway. We ended up, I was inside the house at some point. Poet, I found her inside and I was like, darling, you need to be outside. We can't be in here. It has to be like no one's been in here. She has her little horse that I've packed in the toy area for the RV trip and she's given it a haircut, a black horse tail haircut and I was like what I was like where did you cut the hair and she was like oh I I was cutting it downstairs and I went up to the bedroom and I was cut I cut it a bit more in the bedroom and I was like (laughs) what and so then I'm running around the house finding these tiny little black hairs everywhere and then I find the worst amount of black hair fine little black horsetail hair on the bed, on the master bed, like in the bed by the sheets. And I was like, oh, my God. Which it definitely, out of context. Oh, my God. It could be pubic hair. It could be be someone (laughs) has just just slept there. I know. And we don't have time to get the cleaner back in. And I was like, poet, everyone outside now. Get out the Bissell. Oh, my God. I'm like rolling the hair. I'm vacuuming. I'm like, this is a disaster. (laughs) Meanwhile, Bodhi's like, I'm opening the walkie-talkies from downstairs. And I was like, no, no, no. Please don't. (laughs) Please, please don't open them yet. Like, just save them. And then I hear about 30 seconds later, like the craziest scream you've ever heard ever. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm just trying to vacuum the bloody horse hairs and I run out the front <laughs> and Bodie's screaming that he's going to die. He's like, I'm going to die. He's holding his thumb. There is blood pulsing everywhere. Stop. He has opened the walkie talkies oh. with a knife. No. With a knife. 
knife, got the sharp knife, and he's screaming oh at the God. top of his lungs. Am I going to die? Am oh I going to die? Oh and God. I was like, oh, my God. Mark, you need to get like on the phone. Like, you're please like, come back. You're like, maybe. Maybe you are. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, maybe you are because this is like I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, seriously. All right, as you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, a silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mamas and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it. We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, you smell so good. (laughs) It is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness. It's self-love. It's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. 
was a disaster. I'm like, the house is foul. He's dropping blood everywhere, all through the house. I was like, oh my God. Call Mark. I'm like, where are you? You need to come back here right now. Bodie legitimately, like, so I have Forrest who like gets the most insane injury and he's like, whatevs. And then I have Bodie that will get an injury and he's like, Mark, where he's like, I've cut my finger off. He told me he cut the top of his finger off, which he hadn't. But I, of course, he wouldn't even let me look at it. There's blood pouring out everywhere. Luckily, I just bought a first aid kit, like a camping first aid kit. So I had all the gauze. I had all the stuff. Oh, my god! I'm like FaceTiming my doctor friend Bree being like, do I need to take him to urgent care? Like, do I need to get glued up? Does it need stitches? Oh. It seems pretty deep. And so now I'm like, I think we've got to go to urgent care. Oh this my is god. just crazy. The Swedes are coming. There's blood everywhere. There's horse hair. I mean, it's <laughs> just like, like not starting well. They're going to think there's pubes. I was just like, oh, my God, mom, please go in and clean up. It's like, like they <laughs> made the house so pristine and then and then they went around and they just trimmed their pubes all over the place. Pubes and period blood. They're probably like someone's perioding everywhere. So there's pubes. Someone's like like chopping oh their pubes in the bed. I was like, oh my God, this uh, is shit. Like this is all shit. Of course Why is this, this happening? Happens. Of course this is happening. So then anyway, Mark gets back. Like Bodie, Bodie is like hugging me, like hyperventilating like thank you mom thank you mom you saved me and I was like I didn't really I just put a bandage on it but that's all good (laughs) totally feel you um he was really panicked did not like the blood Uh, anyway and then Mark's like then starting to panic about the time like we need to hit the road we're gonna get into traffic blah 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 so we're like we jam-packed the car with all the kids, Bodie's thumb, which we were told to wait like four hours to see if the bleeding like stops. So she was like, wrap it up as tight as you can in four hours. Like you have to stop by an urgent care if it's still like pumping out blood. I was like, okay. So I've got it all wrapped up, like really, really tight. Everyone's just like tired. We've been out in the sun, like baking in the sun. We've got plastic grass in the front. But because I wouldn't let anyone inside after all the incidences, everyone's like, oh, like just unhappy, pissed off. No one wants to go. And then I, so I ran through, I thought the house looked pretty good. And I was like, okay, I think it looks really beautiful. So we got in the car, we started driving our realtor arrived to meet them and she was like oh the house looks amazing I was like oh thank god thank god okay great so I think we're good so like get in the car like we get to the RV we pack our stuff in (laughs) drive like start sort of driving at by the way nighttime by the time we leave he's driving a 44 RV for the first time ever at night time and I was just like zippity doo dah yeah you were like Like, you're like this is my this life. is this is my <laughs> dreams and then like I'm in the front seat and realizing like oh it's getting pretty late like where should we stay tonight what should we do and so the woman who gave us the RV from Glampus California she was like oh you should stay at Huntington Beach it's only an hour or two away so you'll just drive a little bit tonight and then on the road mm. you'll have a bigger day tomorrow I was like okay that sounds great call up the RV parks oh RV closes at 6 p.m. All, yeah. all parks close at like 6 p.m. <laughs> so early. So yeah. I could not get a hold of anyone. And then I was like, oh, wow, first night on the road, nowhere to stay. Oh Calling everyone. And I was like, oh, this is 
this is problematic. Like, what are we, what are we going to do? I'm nervous about getting murdered. So I didn't want to just like pull on the side of a road. I wanted <laughs> to be also, in an enclosed like, you area. You can't even like, you have to plug in and everything in, in the dark. The like, sewage, like uh, everything. The whole thing. And then luckily my, one of my besties, Annabelle, she was like, she does this all the time. She, I just said, Annabelle, Mayday, like, what do we do? Like, uh, we're, we're sort of driving towards your house and Joshua Tree. Should we just, like, park on your land? And she's like, look, I'm not there. You probably don't want to do that. If you want to, that's fine. But actually, the quickest way is to head towards Sedona and you won't be going through joshua tree but don't worry we're gonna figure it out for you guys so they fully figured it out where we were gonna stay that night her and her partner tommy rang around they're like right stay at this casino we've stayed there before you won't be able to plug in but it is safe you'll just go get a parking pass from valet rv's parked there all the time so our first night was there in a casino parking lot so it depressing. Was like in, a, in a casino parking lot. <laughs> and it, and then Mark had never used the stabilizers. And oh, no. so the beeping with the warning signs was like, beep, 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 like oh 11 God. p.m. just going up. The kids have just fallen asleep in their seats. I was like, oh my gosh. This isn't really going in the best direction <laughs> so far. And then I get a text from the realtor. Oh, no. The Swedes are pissed. Why? The house is dirty. They've taken pictures of black hair that they've found in the house and the cleaning is not up to their standards. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Where did I miss it? Where? And they were like, on the stairs. There were some down the stairs. I was like, I didn't even know she went on the stairs. Oh, my God. And then in, she must have got under the the I guess under the sheet for some reason I don't know oh my why. gosh in the bed it was in the bed there was some Stop. black hairs in the bed and they were I like can't. you need to send the cleaner here I like can't. now and I'm like oh my god it's like the worst feeling so ever and I'm so. sending the messages apologizing they were like it seems like someone slept here last night and I was like no but we were there all day with the children like we're so sorry it, and we know it's not up to scratch like they're paying really good money for our home and I get it like if you open your if you like pull back your sheets and there's black hair oh I would I I don't know why because it doesn't even make sense but I feel like I would go throw up like Mm. I feel like Mm -hmm. it would make me ill (laughs) and they're there with their newborn baby and they're just like what the hell and I'm like I am so sorry so of course I have to arrange for um Angelica and Michelle are beautiful cleaning ladies to go there the next morning and I'm in a like a full panic mode like oh my god how did I miss that I should have changed the sheets why didn't I change the sheets like what is wrong with me there was so much going on and then Bodhi's blood thing and then blah 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 and it was just like so it started off not in the best spot yeah um and then the following day, it was so hot. Mark told me he couldn't use a generator. And he was like, we don't want to use a generator while we're driving because I don't want to waste it. So then we were all sweltering, dripping, stinking hot in the back. I was like, I can't breathe. It's so hot. It's like 110 degrees outside. Like, oh, my God. This sucks. And then I was like, I'm sorry, Mark. I know you're wrong about this. We can definitely use the air conditioner. I just, there's no way that like you would be in an RV and not be allowed to use an air conditioner. Yeah, you should call the RV place and ask them. Yeah, and he was like, she said to try to avoid using it. And I was like, well, I want out. I am done. This sucks. Yeah, it's so cannot, hot. No. Everyone's miserable. I can't even play ball games with the kids. Like we're all just like, help, help. Dying, like, dying. We can't breathe. It's so stuffy. Um, So we ended up like, 
ring in the lady and she was like, oh my God, yeah, like you can definitely use the, I mean, don't use it all the time if you don't have to, but while you're driving and if it's 110 degrees outside, you should put definitely the aircon on. That. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was sort of the first couple of days. And I remember thinking on that second day, what have I done? What have I done? This is a nightmare. <laughs> you did write me. Like, yeah. I was like, you were this, like mm, I was mm. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I'm not okay with this. Like, this is, this is not working out well. And also Prairie's too. So she's like, I've got her car seat there. She'll sit in her car seat and stay there for a little bit. Then she gets bored. Then she wants to run up and run around and play. And, you know, everyone's supposed to be seated and in seat belts. And I did not know how to keep her sitting in the one place. The only thing I could do was give her an iPad and I didn't want to do that. So I was like, all right, cool. We have got to figure out enough stops along the way, enough entertaining things to keep her in particular seated. So, and it was just like, stressful the first two days stressful Bodhi was still like I think I'm dying from my thumb we it ended up sort of I opened it the first night and I was like oof that does look deep that doesn't look great and then I was like okay I I'll wrap it up again tightly and I'll check because I kept texting with this doctor friend of ours and she was like just check in the morning let's clean it so I would clean it with alcohol and wrap it up and actually it stopped bleeding and it ended up starting to like close together. So I decided that that was okay. Oh my God. But it wasn't until I would say day three, we had air conditioner and we got into this flow, this routine on the road where it was like, all right, kids were only allowed one hour of iPad for the, Mm. and we'd be driving. Sometimes we're driving for like 12 hours. Most days we wouldn't go more than eight, but there were some 12 hour stretches where I was like, okay, I get why you would want more iPad time, but let's just not. Let's just start with one hour. You can have it at the beginning of the day once we hit the road the first hour so that way I can sit in the front and I can pre-book the RV parks so that I know that we're paid, booked, and that's where we're aiming to go. So that was this, like, routine that we got into. Mark was cooking on the road. We, like, had our little snacks that we had. We played so many board games. We had this new one called Doomlings. Oh, my God. One of the most fun board games ever. (laughs) Monopoly Deal we played every day, like 10 times a day. Uno Flip we played actual Monopoly. We played Cluedo. We played Scrabble. We Like, we just spent hours and hours and hours together. And I was so largely unplugged. And just with the kids this whole time that I was like, it was like this like new part of me like opened up and I realized like even just the act of play with my children, like it's so, oh God, it was just so like life-giving. I loved Mm -hmm. It's so much. I loved seeing them interact with each other. I love seeing them cheering each other on. And also there were opportunities for teachable moments. Like Bodhi gets really competitive in board games and so do I and so does Isaac. And I was like, oh, this is like such an amazing way to bond, but also use this as an opportunity to be like, hey, let's get beneath why we all feel like we want to win. Like, what is that feeling? Let's talk about, like, why do we want to win? Is it like the strive 
to get validation? Is it the strive to like, hey, look how good I am. Like, look how good I am. I'm so smart. I won this game. Oh, it's about strategy. I'm so smart. Like, love me, look at me. And it was that sort of validation that you place in external things, which I grew up being really competitive. I had to be the best at sports. I had to be the best at, you know, this, this, and whatever. Like I, I had this like desire and it was because I wanted my parents to be like, great job. You're amazing. And so it was really interesting, like watching all the kids and how they are and who has the competitive streaks, like Poet and Bodhi have the competitive streaks, Forrest not so much. And then like massaging it and getting us all to a place where everyone was being such good sports and cheering each other on. And we had so much fun together. <laughs> so much fun. It was like, I can't even describe it more than just like listening to music and the wind blowing in your hair and everyone singing and we're all just like laughing and filled with joy discovering all these little amazing parts of America that we had never been to before we realized like deep in the core of who we are like oh this is our this is our thing this is our thing forever so that's like kind of the evolution of the experience. Um, and, and I was like, there was moments where I felt melancholy that mm. like, this isn't always my life. Like this, it can't always be this way. I mean, right. the kids have to be in school. I have to work. Mark has to work. We, but it was like necessary for me to take that time to just largely be unplugged with the kids. So present. All you are on the road is present. Right. And Mark's like not on his phone. He's driving. He's laughing and telling jokes from the front seat. Like the kids are all swapping out to sit in the front seat. Obviously the two bigger ones, not the two little ones. But it was just like, it was the best, Sarah. Like it was the best. Like I cannot tell you. It it totally changed, changed us. And when Mark came back, like just two days ago, he was like very bummed. He felt really like, I'm just so sad that's over. And yeah. I said, you know what? It it has like done something to us, which makes us realize that this is just a part of our life forever. Like for every yeah. year, we're gonna we're gonna do it every year. And every year we'll discover something else about ourselves. And it's just that quality family time where it's just you. You guys are in a vehicle together. It's just yeah. you until you have your stop-offs and then you get to meet all your friends on the road and connect with other families that you don't usually see because they live in a different state. Like yeah. Yes. Oh, it was so good. It's so good. We had something like that. Um, you know, I always talk about that place in the Cascade Mountains. And I always talk like so fondly of bringing friends like you guys there because um, it was like that for us, too, where it's a tiny, tiny village and you're there with other people. But there is no internet um, at all. So there's no phone. So like my phone actually was in my backpack in our tiny room. We were in a room with like bunk beds and a sink and oh. everybody shared a bathroom down the hall in this like, you know, kind of campground vibe, you know, place or cabin or whatever. So um, 
the phone is away. So then you're really just like there and taking classes. So I was taking like a pottery class and taking, you know, there was this like really amazing, um, there was like a poetry class and then there was like a scripture, a, a class on like sort of more like liberal out there, like scripture. And I was like, well, I'll just go listen to that and hear about that, you know? Yeah, and so why not? It was just like incredible. And we got into exactly what you're saying because it just reminded me of this is that we got into this rhythm every day of having breakfast in the um like main communal area mm-hmm. and then at eight o'clock then the, this bell would ring and all the parents would walk the little kids to the school narnia and oh, so the kids wow. would go to narnia and they would like play on a playground and there would be baby deer in there because the mama deer would put their babies in the playground so that it would protect them from the bears that were out in the forest. So then there was all these like baby like little fawn around and and then the kids would do things like they learn about garbology. So like composting and all this stuff, you know, oh it was like gosh. so hippy dippy and cute. Um, so we would take the kids and drop them off at Narnia. And then Eric and I would go take a class and then grab a coffee. And we would play Scrabble, just the two of us in this library. No. Yes. And we oh. would play a full game of Scrabble. And then we would go do another class and we go pick up the kids from their little school. You just walk over and then go get, you know, go eat lunch together and then you would do activities with them but everything was so connected for seven days it was just you and your family and like expanding your mind and being connected and Mm. present and all this stuff so I totally get what you mean because we do long for that Mm because you get so distracted every day with like work and errands and pickups and drop-offs and all the things and so it's so awesome that you guys found this thing that's so good and you and you know like okay we're gonna look forward to like us our insane chaotic rv trip where we're gonna go and have these experiences and like and be spontaneous that was spontaneous yes that was do you know what i had like in true Teresa type a style i like I had written out a full plan of like we'll drive six <laughs> hours from here to here. We'll stay here. We'll go to these different attractions. That all went out the window. Like yeah. and Mark drove slower than what I was expecting because in my head I had the 25-foot RV. So I oh was like, God. he used to drive 16 hours a day in that thing. Like, woo, we'll we'll do 16 hours a day. Like sometimes maybe 12 hours. And then it ended up averaging between like six and eight, which is so much better. Like it was such a beautiful lesson in slowing down, letting go of of just having plans, like just throwing things out the window and being like, where do we want to go? Hey, look at this crazy thing we just passed. Should we go check that out? Yeah, why not? Like it was so wonderful. And on the second day, this was, this was still when I was like, oh, fuck me, this sucks. The second day, one of the kids locked the bathroom door from the inside accident and then pulled it shut and it was locked and I was like all right this is now the third thing I'm like the finger thing right before which made us super late then the like <laughs> the complaint about the house that and which really stressed me out like I yes, like took would on so too. much guilt I it, I was so stressed out and then I was like pissed off and I wasn't that wasn't really 
I don't think that was valid. I was kind of pissed off about it. And then I'm like, hang on. No, (laughs) why am I pissed off? Like, I think I'm angry at myself. And then, and then the door locked. And then there was just one thing after the next that was kind of happening at the start. And I think that this, I think the beginning of it had to be that way. And it makes it so much sweeter. Like the beginning parts, it, we could have, we could have knowing us been like, you know what? We made a mistake. Let's turn this around. Like, let's just go get a hotel. Let's just go to Disneyland and stay in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Like, and all these thoughts popped in too. And I was like, no, 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 let's just press on. It's going to, it's going to end up being good. And I remember we, we went to another, cause now I'm obsessed with Walmart super centers. We found <laughs> another Walmart super center in Arizona, Sarah Olson. I am like, I am not very recognizable in this country. I was the most famous person in that bloody Walmart <laughs> super center. I was like, what is happening? Every, I would turn down an aisle and another person, there was this woman. And it's so funny because it just reminds me of like when I was shooting a discovery of witches, like the people who watch, the people who get really passionate about it. There's like a certain vibe of person. I saw this woman and I saw her, she was on a she was on one of those little go-karts that you get at the front of the store, like the electric go-karts. <laughs> the motorized like carts. The motorized yeah. carts, which is so funny. I've never seen anything like that before. Anyway, so she's on a little go-kart and she's, she kept going down the same aisles as us. And I was like, ah. Oh. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not stalking you, but I definitely am stalking you. Dr. Diana Bishop, it's a pleasure to meet you. And oh, my God, like, stop. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, what? It's a pleasure to meet you. And I was like, oh. Oh my Amazing. god! So yeah. then I like I took a selfie with her, and then I was like, "Oh, that's so cute. That was so funny." Walked down another aisle, and this dude just stops dead in his tracks with his two kids, and he was like, "Teresa Palmer," and I oh was my like, god. "Um, uh, do I yes? know you? What? <laughs> what is happening?" And then my kids, because my kids don't often see this, like every now and then they will. My kids are looking at me like I was a complete foreigner. They were like, "What? <laughs> what is, is happening?" happening? <laughs> And then so this guy got a photo and I'm walking down trying to find this bloody prime bottle that Bodhi was on a mission to find this one that's called Glowberry. So we're on this mission and then I get stopped again by another woman. And I was like, oh, a discovery of witches? And she was like, no, The Clearing, which was my Australian TV show. Oh, my god! I just saw it on Hulu and da-da-da. And I was like, what the hell? is happening and also everyone was so nice and I just said to Mark like what yes I'm like if you had ended up in the south at a Walmart super center it would be the same because like Arizona for sure that's where my mom lives and then but like if I take Eric into a Walmart and or like you know a Costco out of town they definitely recognize Deeks yeah I was like (laughs) what like I don't even ever think I forget what I do for a living most times and I was like this is so funny I could not stop laughing about it I was like who like who knew like Arizona Walmart Supercenter um I know it was it was so wild um but yeah we ended up seeing catching up with a few friends so when we got to uh Texas that was going to be our catch up with friends situation so the first friend we caught up with was my friend Bianca Kylik and oh my god 
I walked onto her land. She has this amazing land. She's really spiritual, so soulful. She moved to Texas during the pandemic with her husband and her daughter, Magnolia, Magnolia Moon. Such a cool girl, like so confident, Bodie's age. Like they just welcomed us onto their property. Sarah, it was a dream. I was like, how do I have this? They yes. had like acreage with donkeys, just oh their God. beautiful pet donkeys just walking <gasps> ah, around, so free, free range animals everywhere. Like they had these like crazy turkey type birds, which weren't turkeys, like guinea fowl, guinea fowl. That's what wow. they were. They had guinea fowl. They had chickens. They had roosters they had goats just running around swinging on kids <laughs> swings and like on the playground I'm like what is happening then they had these beautiful like friendly donkeys that would just walk up to you just they were talking to me as if it was like their pet dogs and just like arms around the donkeys just having a little catch up I was like what is this life I'm obsessed they had these gorgeous dogs these Pyrenees dogs that I guess look after the animals on the land a great Pyrenees protect, great great Pyrenees mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, the protectors of all the animals, and then they had this beautiful, like wooden, gorgeous home. And I just kept saying to Mark, like, there is, there is something about this place that is so yeah. magic, and it just was so inspiring to us. I thought we need to take these feelings that we're having here with these people, with these friends, these heart-opening experiences and apply it to what we have in Australia. We have a setup in Australia that could be similar. So it was really beautiful. We had these great soulful conversations. The following day we caught up with Terrence Malick, my favorite director who I did a film with. Yeah. Caught up with Terrence. He, he was just like such a ray of sunshine. So beautiful. And for my husband to like be sitting opposite a director that he has been so like enamored by for so many years. And Mark is just so drawn to his work. He's such a poet. That was an incredible experience and seeing him again. And I'm just, he's like the way he looks at life. I just kept realizing like, all right, so for us, Texas and this experience and these people, this is like this healing, uplifting, high vibes experience that we're going to have. And all the kids felt the same way. And then it only up leveled again the following day when oh my we gosh. drove down the Vanderbeek's driveway. And my husband is not a super social person. He is when he's in a social situation. He's that guy who talked to everyone and he's wonderful. But he won't go out of his way to plan social activities. He'd be, he's quite happy being on his own. He's actually really similar to Forrest. Forrest is the same way. So we're driving down this driveway and I've just got off the phone to Kimberly Vanderbeek and she's like, all right, turn left here. You'll see us like drive down. Let me know when you're at the gate. And Mark says to me, I think we're going to spend the rest of the trip here. 
And I was like, what? No, we're going to Colorado. And Mark had been really panicked about going to Aspen. He got spooked by this guy at the RV camp the night before saying, you can't take that RV to Aspen. Like that's, you're a beginner. Like you cannot drive the streets in this RV. Like you're going to get stuck. So Mark was so panicked about Aspen Uh. that he kept trying to convince me to not go there. But we had plans to stay with friends in Aspen, my friend Ellie. Um, who does Atomic Mums podcast. Um, we were going to go see Ellie and I haven't seen her in so long. And I was like, no, we have plans. We're going to Aspen. And his anxiety was so high about Aspen that I kept putting a pin in the conversation. I was like, all right, let's just talk about it later. But as we drove up, he said this thing. is like, we're going to end up staying here for the rest of the time. And I was like, no, 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 we're just staying for the night and we're going to get on the road tomorrow. We pull up to this like Sarah and I's dream. Yeah, (laughs) It is commune living at its finest. Like it literally used to be a Buddhist camp with all these different cabins and RV hookups for sewerage and water and electricity. And then there's like the guest cabin. And she was like, as soon as you arrive, we're going to go off and do a tea ceremony. I was like, what? So we like hook up and her blonde, she's got six blonde children. They look just like Sarah and I's kids. Her like children come running, like cascading out of the house. And like my children are running towards them, like blonde meets blonde and all these amazing, soulful, spiritual children. And like this land that feels next level. I am telling you, there is something so special about that energy and about that family. And we were like, oh, and I've only met Kimberly once before and we got to get our energy. Like we came together like magnets and we both said like, oh, we've spent lifetimes together. There has been some other deeper soul connection because straight away it felt like I had known her forever and she had known me forever. And there is something in the universe right now for whatever reason that is pulling me into these really important integral female friendships. Yes. And this is yet another one. And I was like, oh, this is so heart opening. And I walked into this tea ceremony. It was pretty funny. I was waiting for my period and I had told Sarah, I was like, oh my gosh, we were not super careful this month. And we've been trying to avoid pregnancy. And this month we were not careful. So I start having this tea ceremony. It's pretty funny because I don't drink hot beverages really. And the tea is like boiling hot tea, like (laughs) so hot. And everyone's like, oh, the music's going and people, there's like four of a little small group and people like take, you take the tea from the leader. Um, Shiva Rose was like taking the tea ceremony and you take the tea and you sort of, you know, sniff it and you drink this tea. But because I'm not used to hot beverages, like the moment it touched my lips, I was like, I'm going to die. This is so hot. (laughs) How am I supposed to sip this? And everyone was like sipping it and having their feelings and like going all high with it and putting the tea back down again. And I could not freaking drink this tea. It was so hot. (laughs) And so in my head, instead of being all soulful and going high with my tea ceremony, I kept being like, I have to hurry up and finish the tea. Like everyone's waiting for me. I can't like, and I'm like scolding my tongue, like hurry up, drink the tea. I can feel my tongue burning. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm taking so long. So So like the third time I was like, all right, I just actually have to stop being conscious of what 
people think about me not yes. drinking the tea fast enough. Oh my God. And then I started singing this, like I saw this yin and yang and these two babies and I became convinced I was pregnant with twins. I was like, oh my God, this has happened. I was obviously supposed to be pregnant with these twins right oh now. Oh my God. I went and told Mark, I was like, the babies came to me. The babies came to me. They're coming. I'm pregnant. Oh my God. What have we done? Okay. Obviously <laughs> there's some divine timing. I'm, we're just going to have to be okay with that. I send Mark into a full blown panic attack. Oh, for sure. I like the next few days I'm walking around thinking, I'm really bloated. I'm like, oh, thinking the babies of the twins are in here. I'm talking to the babies. Like, <laughs> It is so crazy. Like so it good. is so good. But anyway, without going into too much detail, that experience with Kimberly and her friend Mariah, all these high vibrational, incredible healing people came into my life. And we it was this mutual exchange of like we all have our own gifts, like our divine, mm. like higher level gifts. And it was this mutual exchange that felt so next level that I was like, oh, this is just, and Mark was feeling the same way too. Like him and James Vanderbeek really connected. And um, I was like, all right, this is it. Like, this is it. Like, every year we're going to come back here. We're going to bring all our like-minded friends. She, you know, Kimberly happens to be friends with one of our other really good friends, Nikki Reed. And I was like, okay, once a year, we're just going to get all these amazing girls together and we're going to high vibes it up and we're going to hang out in the commune and we're going to live our best. Um, and then this other, one other crazy thing happened. So when I was shooting The Fall Guy in Sydney, I was on set and I met this guy called Zen who was an AD. So he was an assistant director. He was like driving some of the cast and he was working on production and he came up to talk to me as like an AD and he introduced himself and he had these incredible eyes and this presence about him where I was like, whoa, this young man, he's, he seemed like early 20s. I was like, this young man is so spiritual and so deep and so next level. And he was like, yeah, my name's Zen Ocean. And I was like, Zen Ocean? Oh, my God. I was like, you really look like your namesake, I have to say. Like, you are definitely giving off the Zen vibe. And he was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, in fact, you actually really remind me of this girl I know, Isabel Lucas. And he was like, yeah, I know Isabel. We're good friends. And I was like, what? This is just so random. And I started talking to him and immediately connected on a soul level with him within about five minutes. And then, I, you know, I got pulled away to go do something. And I remember having this thought, like, I'm going to be friends with this guy. Anyway, I actually didn't see him again after that day. I didn't see that young guy. I was like, oh, he was like the coolest person here. Like I would have sat and connected with him for this whole mm. job, but I didn't actually bump into him again. So I'm at Kimberly's house. I'm like getting some work done. And Kimberly texts me. And she was like, I'm with someone that you know. And I was like, oh. So I walk over to the barn where she is. And they're like, you know, having a chat, her and her friend. And he turns around and it's Zen Ocean. What? In oh, wow. Texas, in Austin, Texas. I had seen him in Sydney, Australia. And he's in Texas and like, 
he's friends with Kimberly and he's friends with all these people and he's in this vibe. And I was like, you know what? This makes so much sense to me <laughs> that Zen Ocean is friends with Kimberly and is here yes. on this incredibly powerful land. And I'm bummed. And this is where I bump into him again. And I had that download from the universe. Like, oh, this person's going to be in my life. Anyway, so that was another just like wild thing that happened. And I just like, yeah, it was just such a good reminder being around those people to lean into the gifts and Sarah and I have been talking about this a lot lately like mm-hmm. people some people label it intuition some people say like your witchiness whatever it is your like psychic abilities being open like opening the portal I've been using that term a lot like opening the portal mm. and being so open to seeing life in new ways and Mm -hmm. I think those last like four days because we did we ended up just staying there and we drove home from Kimberly's farm um it really was such a good reminder not to be afraid to lean into the witchier side of myself I think growing up Catholic like that word for me it's got such a dark feeling when I hear that word and so I don't identify with the word probably as much as like a lot of other people do because I there's like a a feeling of guilt around that word but being open spiritually open and attuning to our gifts is like something that I'm so interested in and Sarah and I talk about and we're actually both reading the same book at the moment (laughs) the same book recommendation that I gave Sarah um and it was just like Aside from all of that amazing stuff that happened and those friendships and those connections and just like how the kids interacted, it was just a really good reminder to keep walking the path, keep being positive, keep like doing the work that we're doing and to be continued. And living in those like small moments, which is really so awesome. And being so present, like. God, I was present. Yes, yes. I think that's so... You know how, like, you you get these, this is something that I was reading about in Laura Lynn Jackson's book, um, but how you get those, like, feelings of coincidences or, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're like, oh, you know, you energetically feel like this is about to happen or whatever. This just happened to me the other day, and as these things happen more and more, I think, like, oh, it's because I'm, like, sort of tuning more into, like, like allowing myself to listen to that as a real thing rather Mm. than a coincidence. So like the other day we were um, taking the kids to do like a run, like we were going to go on like a little family run. And so we did this run and then afterwards we were going to go eat. And so we weren't sure we were going to go eat and everybody's like throwing out different options. And then I throw out this option. And as I threw it out, I immediately pictured in my head a friend of ours that lives out in between Malibu and Calabasas. And I thought in my head, like, oh, we're going to see her there, mm. you know, at this place. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, if we do see her there, it's so interesting that she came into my mind. And I kept thinking, like, we're going to I'm going to see her at mm-hmm. this restaurant. Right. So we drive over. It's like five minutes away. We get out. The, Eric's running in to grab a table and I'm running in with Winter and I scan the restaurant and boom, there she is. Uh, <laughs> She's like sitting there. Wow. And I just, I just knew it. I just had this like feeling 
this little download. Yeah, that she was going to be there. And they're like family to us. And so I went over and was just like, I knew you were going to be here. I could like, the moment I mentioned this restaurant's name, like I knew you were here already. And I was like, it was so bizarre. See, that's Um, all the stuff that I love. Yeah. I'm so interested in. And I don't, it's that thing that like when I used to go to yoga, Mm -hmm. I would feel this like amazing feeling in me. And then I read this book, Living Your Yoga. And then I would like just be back into like the rigmarole of life and you're just like into the day to day. And I think that's what meditation does for me too, is like keeping you in that place of knowing and just like opening to all your different senses Mm. um, and not closing that aspect of yourself off or chalking things, always chalking things up to a coincidence or trying to explain things away. Like actually what if you were just open and thought like anything's possible, like anything is possible. And that is how I want to live my life. Yes. Agreed. And I do think that people have, you're just like what you're talking about, different gifts, like, you know, like one of my things that I really love is that I can usually read like the energy of someone. And because I'm so open in that way, like I do feel like a lot of times people can read my energy too. And um, I had something going on, you know, the other day and I walked into this, um, we do like a dance rehearsal at my kid's school. And so I like walk into the dance rehearsal and the um the maestro that like teaches us the dance or whatever he's sitting there and he's like watching all the moms there's like 22 of us and everybody's like walking around doing stuff and he goes sarah come here and i like walk over and he was like um what's going on he was like you're (gasps) you're here physically but your mind is somewhere else and he was like are you okay wow and like i felt like I, I would have just cried. I did. I got <laughs> tears in my eyes because I was like, oh, that's so. And I go, oh, that's really cool. Like you have the same thing that I have where I can like instantly mm-hmm. pick up when something's going on. Yes. And so I just kind of smiled at him and he was like, mm-hmm. wow. And he goes, are you okay? And so I said, yeah, yes, of course I'm okay. Like I have, you know, blah, blah, I blah going on. on my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something on my mind. And, um, and he was like, great. He's like, you're just always so joyful and happy. And like, I always see that in you. And I saw that you were here and all those things were true, but I saw that you were also somewhere else Else. today. Wow. And I I mean, I had not even been there five minutes. And so I was like, yeah, same. That's that's the part of myself that I want to develop. Me too. More and more and more and more. I love it. And I remember my mom talked about astral traveling when she was 22 years old. Oh, whoa. That's major. Yes. And when we were on that land with Kimberly, Kimberly, Mm. who's like such a healer, so powerful, so so tuned in, so spiritual. You've got to listen to her podcast. I actually did her podcast and talked about manifesting. Um, She was like, oh, your mom is because my mom was with us your mom is so she's a seer like she is so next level and I and it's so funny because like my mom has mental health issues but she's always had 
this thing. Like I remember when I was in trouble when I was 16, I, I was at a party and like the house was burning down and it was like, it was my own party that I threw. But <laughs> um, it was like a really terrible night and she was all the way back at her house, like, you know, an hour's drive away. And she woke up and she heard my voice loud as anything say like, mom, help, I need you. Mm. And then I came back to the house like 5 a.m. that morning and I like came and I crawled into bed with her and she was waiting for me and she was like, "Um, I knew something was wrong because I heard your voice asking for me. I knew something was wrong. Mm. And I was like, whoa. And my mom has like she has such incredible gifts. And so I've been really encouraged by a lot of people I've been recently meeting. Like, don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid. Like, I'm so afraid that I'll open the portal. Like when we talked about it so early on about the ghost stuff. Yes. I'm like, but what am I fearful of? Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, What will happen? Mm -hmm. And I guess like, because I've got the narrative of the mental health you know, that runs in our family, I'm always like, oh, I'm a bit nervous to do medicine journeys and I'm a bit nervous to do like yeah, plant you medicine. You want to be and yeah. Yeah, but like maybe I should be more open to that stuff. And um, I certainly feel when I ch- tune into energy, like I'm like you, Sarah, I can, you know, I can walk into a house or a space yeah, and you feel it, don't you? You can mm-hmm. feel if so something much. is joyful. Yeah. You can feel if something feels heavy. Um, and all that like unexplained stuff where you can't quite figure out the mechanics of how it works or yeah. why it works. It's just a feeling, a knowing. You're knowing this to be true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that has been... This RV trip like led me. I almost feel like for me, it was such a reminder of presence and connection with family, but also diving into my spiritual side. There's so much more to uncover and explore. And it's so exciting we get to do it together. I know. It's so exciting. I want to get somebody on here to talk about that stuff too. We need to do it. And daisies, all of you guys that are listening right now, if this is like exciting to you and you want to hear more, let us know. Because this is obviously is the stuff that gets us really going. We're (laughs) like, (laughs) we get so tingly. I get so tingly talking about this kind of stuff, but it's because I feel like it's like all the excitement of um, just like learning about this like kind of special thing that's sort of unknown you know yes so it's so good ah well thank you for telling your amazing rv story that was epic and also inspirational because i think it's so important for us to think about having that time together as a family and trying to take time to unplug be present all that stuff it's like so nice that you guys got to experience that on Mm. such a high level and then you know and RV camping or taking a road trip or whatever it is, is like, that's something that, you know, we can, we can all figure can out a way do. to make yeah. that happen. You know? And our last night on the road was the full moon. Oh, that was our very yes. last night. And Mark and I beautiful like moon. went to the beach. Everyone fell asleep. And my mom said, and we walked down to the beach. We were parked on the beach at Newport Beach. 
Oh. And we stood under the moon and we just like mm. called stuff in and connected and felt such high vibes and just I looked at that. the beautiful full moon and thought like, oh, who else is looking at this moon at this <laughs> very same time? <laughs> Me, I was looking at it from my bed. I was laying in oh. bed and looking out at the moon and I was just like, wow, it's what magic. Pretty, yeah, it's so special. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, we love you, Daisy. Love you, Thank guys. you for listening. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye. Bye.